This is the story of the one. As a maintenance engineer, he hears things differently. To the untrained ear, everything on his shop floor might sound fine, but he can hear gears grinding or a belt slipping. So he steps in to fix the problem at hand before it gets out of hand. And he knows Granger's got the right product he needs to get the job done, which is music to his ears. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Passion, drive, and patience. The formula for winning championships is also what keeps your ride or die alive. eBay Motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance. Superchargers, roof racks, exhaust kits, LED headlights, and more. Whether you're into speed, power, or style, eBay Motors has you covered. With over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die, you'll always find exactly what you're looking for. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. Because with eBay Motors, you're burning rubber, not cash. With all the parts you need at the prices you want, it's easy to make your car the MVP and bring home huge wins. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. See ebaymotors.com. Subscribe to the Hit That Line Podcast Network. Brought to you by Breeden RV Center. Breeden RV Center. Family owned and operated. A no pressure laid back atmosphere and always home of the free maintenance for life. Y'all ready for this? This is the Gimme the Hogs Chuck Podcast presented by Weikert Realtors. The Griffin Company. Just when I thought I was out. He is a loathsome, offensive brute. Yet I can't look away. This is the business we've chosen. Give me the hard Practice, I thought we did a really good job against a really good team, against a team that's really well coached, against a team that's got an explosive, explosive score. That's a really good team, Oklahoma. Man, that was a good ball game on Saturday. I enjoyed that as much as any Razorback game that's been played so far, and I include the games over in Maui. That Creighton game was a great game. San Diego State, great game. But I got to tell you, I enjoyed this one even more. Because the team shot the ball well. It was fun. I mean, you had baskets. You had teams going up and down the floor. You had big moments. The crowd was into it. I like that game over there. Um, I hope Arkansas can continue to play in the BOK Center. I know that, obviously, Oklahoma is going to come into the league, and you're going to play those on campuses as part of your conference schedule. But I hope there's an opportunity to keep playing over there because it was fun. I think the Razorback fans who made the trip had a good time. Better time than the Oklahoma fans. But it's, um, you know, it's kind of fun when you've got everybody there together. And I watched a lot of Razorback fans have a good time over the weekend. And, you know, again, I just I just hope they can continue to do that. But Arkansas wins the ball game, and that's a pretty good way to start the week on the Gimme the Hogs Chuck podcast. We're glad you're here. As always, we're presented by Wanker Realtors, the Griffin Company. If you're a seller or a buyer, you need to log on to wankergriffin.com. And we're also brought to you in part by Bet Saracen and the Bet Saracen app. How'd you do this weekend? There were uh, there were some surprises out there, and we'll uh, we'll get into a little bit of uh, football, particularly a little bit later on, and uh, recap the basketball. The football team began, uh, in a sense, they began their bowl prep. Um, they were out on the field over the weekends, back out recruiting this week. So uh, we'll get into that as well. Going to start with basketball, though. Arkansas wins at 88-78 to on Saturday. Lots of things to be happy about. 
I think you can go back and you can look at the way they played against North Carolina Greensboro and the way they played before against San Jose State. And then you can take a look at some of the numbers inside this ball game, and you can figure out where the numbers lie when Arkansas is good. And I'm talking specifically about points in the paint. Go back to the San Jose State game when Arkansas just exploded, scored 99 points, didn't make many threes, had a whole bunch of points in the paint, drove the ball all night long, and did it at will. San Jose State, you know, they did a variety of different things to try to stop it, couldn't do it. Arkansas ran away from them in the second half. Then they played Greensboro, and they're jacking up threes. It was one of those nights where they just didn't attack the rim. I think they ended up with 28 points in the paint. You know, and we equate points in the paint with big guys, and sometimes that's true. Sometimes it's offensive rebounds and stickbacks and things like that. But with this team, you get a really good idea from that stat how they're playing that day. Are they attacking the basket? Are they settling for three-pointers? Are they settling for bad jump shots? 58 of their 88 points came in the paint. Now, they got some offensive rebounds. Arkansas had 11 second-chance points. Those are points in the paint, too, and they're all big. But a lot of those uh, even come from attacking the basket. When you shoot a three-pointer you may get, and, and, and you miss, you may get an offensive rebound, but it's going to be a long rebound. When you attack the rim, you may miss, but that offensive rebound generally leads to just a stick back. And Arkansas got a lot of those on, uh, on Saturday. I also thought, too, that, that Jordan Walsh was really good. Um, you know, there's no question that Trevin Brazil's absence is going to be felt. It doesn't mean that you're less of a team because he's gone. It means a very integral part's gone, but it doesn't mean you can't reassemble what's left and be just as good. But it is going to be a process, and one of those guys that – is going to have to be a big part of that process is Jordan Walsh. He had 12 points. He had three rebounds in the ball game. played some stellar D, and this was Muss on his performance. Feet set, threes, really good for us. Offensive rebounding with aggressiveness. I thought he was really good defensively, keeping the ball in front and contesting threes. You know, it was Jordan's best game thus far, and, you know, hopefully it's he continues to grow as a player. I think he felt really comfortable out there today, too. It's tough for a freshman to find his footing. I don't care if you're a McDonald's All-American. I don't care if you're a two-star. It's tough to find your footing. And I think that Jordan Walsh's role is going to continue to expand. He's a basketball player. You know, some guys are scorers. Some guys are ball handlers. Some guys are defenders. Um, he's a ball player. He can do a lot of different things. I can tell you the, the threes that he hit on Saturday, he hit two of them. Both of them just happened to be at perfect angles from our broadcast spot. Uh, one was on one end of the floor, and, and the second one was on the other. You could tell from the time he caught the ball and set his feet, and the moment it left his hand, it was going in. You know, it's kind of like, you know, those of you who play golf, you had four or five bad shots in a row, and then you hit a perfect shot, and everything's perfect, and you wonder, why in the world can't I do that every time? Well, it's because we don't practice every day. Jordan Walsh practices every day. And when you look at what he did on Saturday, he was two for five. 40% from beyond the arc's pretty good. You can win with that. But on both instances, it was just a really beautiful shot. And so you can see what's in his game. A lot of it's going to be confidence. 
But um, I still think that the very best out of Jordan Walsh is going to come later in the season. But I, for him to play the way he did Saturday, I, I thought that was a really good sign for this team. Hey, if you're buying or selling a home, you owe it to yourself to log on to WeikertGriffin.com. And I really want to recommend them wholeheartedly for a lot of reasons. I partnered with them twice, once to sell a home, once to buy a home. Both times it exceeded my expectations. You need someone who understands the market. You need someone who's a trained professional. You know, the market changes a lot, and sometimes it depends on, as they always say, location, location, location. Uh, You want someone on your side of the table who understands all of that, what it means when it comes to negotiation, and what it means when it comes to the most important thing, and that's getting you from contract to close. You're going to find that at Weicker Realtors, the Griffin Company. And I also want to remind you that over the past few years, they've got a program where Uh, the company and participating agents donate a portion of the closing cost in the client's name to Arkansas Children's Northwest, almost a quarter million dollars over the last few years. So you're dealing with people that care about their community as well. They've got an office in Fayetteville. They're in Springdale, Bentonville, Fort Smith, Branson, Missouri, and you can log on to WeikertGriffin.com. You heard it here first. Give me the hogs, Chuck. Full pig suey. You hear? Basketball is back, and Bet Online is your number one source. You'll find the latest odds, matchup info, player news, and game trends. And as your continued source for all sports wagering info, Bet Online features live betting, free contests, live scores, and giveaways all season long. Always the fastest and easiest way to bet on all your favorite sports and events like MLB, MMA, tennis, boxing, and even golf. Head to betonline.ag to join and receive your 100% welcome bonus with your first deposit. Make sure to use the promo code BELIEVE to receive your rewards. That's B L E A V. Bet online where the game starts. Zero's running. I said go Tigers, you know what I'm saying? But I'm going to say it one time for the Hogs. Give me the Hogs, Chuck. Well, as always, we visit on Monday with Razorback legend Matt Jones. You hear him every day on halftime with Phil Elson. Matt, I hope you had a good weekend. I'm just going to get right to the meat of the matter. I thought the key for Arkansas on Saturday was the way they attacked the basket. They got back to what they did, not against Greensboro, but in the game before against San Jose State. Arkansas had 58 points in the paint. and uh, First off, it was a great game, but I thought that was one of the real keys for the Razorbacks. Yeah, Chuck, it's great to always be here with you on on today. Uh, they they played tough. I mean, they, they really did. Attacking the basket well, our guard play. I mean, Nick Smith, uh, the, the the way he's going. And then I thought Jordan Walsh really played good at the four spot. He's uh, he can he can out quick the fours. He's athletic enough. Uh, he's he's tough enough. He's only going to get better. Uh, you, you forget how young this team is and and, and how how much better they're going to get. And then Anthony Black, very efficient. Uh, I, I like how he's just able to do a, a couple of things. And Ricky Council bouncing back. Um, and they're fun to watch. And, and they get going. And, and, and like you said, they attack the basket so good. But they're also willing passers. And, and that's what makes them hard to stop. You know, I thought the game Saturday was, and I said this earlier, one of the most enjoyable games to watch that I've seen in a long time. Arkansas shot 59%. Oklahoma shot 57%. It almost seemed like for a while there, if Oklahoma didn't turn it over, they were going to score. And I mean, the turnovers ended up being the difference in the ball game. But just from a fan standpoint, I wonder what you thought watching it. I mean, to me, that was a basketball game. 
Yeah, it was. I, I wrote a couple things down. One, one of the things, OU does have some talent. And like you said, this this Arkansas team didn't blink. And, and I love that, that, that they're going to play against some teams that are going to be tough and they're going to have some guys that can make some shots on the other team. And it's how do you respond? And, and this team is not afraid of anybody. You, you could tell that whenever they made a play, they were going to go back and, and make a play on the other end. And, and they weren't pressing. You know, they, they weren't getting ahead of themselves. And, and like you said, when you do that, you turn the ball over more. And and the fact that they weren't able to do that and were to still to, to stay under control uh, was is is why they were able to pull away at the end. Must said after the game they they did maybe a little more ISO in this game than you might see in some. They still had 19 assists on 35 made baskets, but you know when you watch Council and, and I think of him particularly, you know, I mean I know there's ISO Joe and Joe Johnson's the best of all time, but. Man, there are times with counsel, the other guy's just helpless. No, you're exactly right. And and, and that being said, uh, Devo Davis was one for four. His his only basket was a cut behind the, the, the guy when Nick Smith, uh, he takes on a guy and they, they throw it to Devo, then they throw it back and he takes on. And so his guy just gets caught ball watching. And, and so Devo just slips right behind him for the easiest two points he had all day. And and that's what this team's, it's 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 fun to watch them. And, and, and the other team gets caught up watching them as well. And that's why I think you're able to see that, what, that short corner, short corner or lob pass that, that we do really well when that, that other t- the other guy just starts looking at him man just we're so athletic you're able to throw it over the top with every game I become more a fan of Makai Mitchell um what do you think about his game He's getting better too. Uh, he's understanding the system. Uh, he made a couple good passes. He had four assists. I mean, he has a couple good. Pa- he had a couple passes, Chuck, that I didn't know that he was he was uh, that it was in his repertoire. And so to see him do that, to see him maturing and getting better and trusting his teammates, uh, you're you're exactly right, Chuck. He's fun to watch. You talked about Walsh a minute ago, and uh, Mus, as we played a little bit earlier, had some thoughts on Walsh as well. In the absence of Brazil the rest of the way, the last two or three days, I mean, Walsh is the one that, you know, everyone talked about. And even his teammates have said, you know, we want Jordan to get involved a little bit more. And there was a play where Walsh stole the inbounds pass and dunked. And if you go back and you watch the highlight, I mean, Nick Smith's running right with him. And he's jumping for joy, but it almost looks like he's dunking too. And my point is, is I think that his teammates really were excited for the way Walsh played. And I'm going to ask you, because you've been in a spot like this, I mean, not that it's peer pressure, but when your teammates say, we're going to need a little more out of this guy, and then you give it, and they're as happy as you are. I mean, to me, that that speaks to the core of a team sometimes. Yeah, it's 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 contagious, and uh, it speaks to the brotherhood. And that and and that being said, uh, Chuck, it's kind of like they don't care who gets the credit. They just know that when if we get a W, we're all going to eat, we're all going to win, and everybody's going to get the credit. They're, they're, I don't think they're worried about the individual accolades. They know that uh, you do the little things, the big things that come. And uh, th- they are, man. He's a he's a joy to watch. I forget that he sprained his ankle, I guess, early in the year. And so you you got to remember these freshmen when they're they kind of get a little banged up and they're kind of getting back into it. But uh, he he played tough. That that would be the way that I, I would describe it, man. He's smart, but he played tough. He didn't back down. 
and uh, he he he's a little undersized at the four, but he's going to be able to use his quickness uh, and his savvy. I mean, he's he's athletic. Uh, I I I, th- I like this team, and I think they're only going to get better. You used a word there. I want to I want to focus on a little bit. You used the word tough, and and that's kind of a catch all. But you know, there are points in the game where. You're going to be challenged physically. I mean, and and I thought there were points in the game where Oklahoma inside really did challenge him physically. And um, there's a grit that all good teams have. And to me, that's that's the last ingredient sometimes, but it's the most important ingredient. And I think a game like Saturday's, you know, that that kind of like the Big 12 challenge later with Baylor and a whole bunch of conference games. I mean, that's that's what you know chisels you up and gets you ready for March. Yeah, Chuck. They, that that was the first word I wrote down after I watched the game. That that Sherfield guy. I'm, I'm, I don't know if I'm saying his name right, but he he could go. Uh, and and then if Makai Mitchell and and uh, Kawani, am I saying his name right too as Kamani, well? Kawani, yeah, Kawani Johnson. If if those guys can give you that toughness inside. Man, that that goes a long way, especially uh, when they start wearing down on them, start banging around on them. Man, that, that those kids they they get tired, and, and those three point shots don't fall late in the game. And 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 like what you were saying with the free throw, Chuck. I mean, we're able to get to the line and get those free throws. That's what they are. The stop clock. I mean, the clock stops, and you're able to catch your breath and get some free points up there. And uh, I'm I'm excited the, the the way they're shooting free throws so far. They're they're every, every game it seems like they're above seventy percent. So now you got finals this week. You don't play again until Saturday. They play Bradley uh, down in North Little Rock. Arkansas has had some so-so performances uh, down in North Little Rock. Last year, certainly one of them. Um, I've always felt like if the basketball team realized, and maybe they do, but if they realized how big a deal it is for the Razorbacks to be in town, they might approach this game a little bit differently. Now, I don't know about how this team's going to be. There have been some teams in the past that I, you know, it was like, uh, you know, it was like they were bothered to go down to North Little mm-hmm. Rock and play that weekend. That's why they lost. But you know how this is. When the Razorbacks are in Little Rock, I mean, you go into that river market area the night before the game, it's not hard to figure out the Hogs are in town. And, um, I hope they can embrace that because there's going to be a big crowd Saturday afternoon. They're going to be rowdy. They're going to be different people in the arena that you see at Bud Walton Arena. A whole different crowd, Central Arkansas crowd. And um, I just wonder from a from a player's perspective, most every player I've ever talked to in any sport has talked about how much they enjoy going down there and playing. Chuck, man, it's it's just a different atmosphere. It's a different environment, and and, and like you said, the the environment up on the hill is amazing. But they don't get the they don't get to watch the hogs as much. So, and and they're not necessarily sitting on their hands waiting for you to make a play. They're calling the hogs from the first quarter all the way to the end. So it, it, you're exactly right. And you know, Coach Nutt was 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 there when I was there, and and we get to play some football games in Little Rock, and the atmosphere was electric it's uh they they don't get we're, we're kind of spoiled in northwest arkansas and little rock doesn't get to get the games as much and and you you do you get some some guys that and some kids and some families that come from some of those smaller smaller towns close by that to, to it's the only time they might get to watch them play so uh, i hope they embrace it as well because it's a it's a great environment down there all right i'm going to change the subject before we wrap it up here today i intended to get into this last week and the truth is i just forgot how did how did you become such a soccer guy? I hear guys, you know, oh, I'm fans of the World Cup, but they don't really know the game. I mean, they're just pulling for the U.S. and pulled for the U.S. 
because they were in the World Cup. I, I've heard you talk about this, and I know you know the game. How did this happen? Well, Chuck, I, I, I'm a fan of the game. I'm a fan of competition. Uh, and, and then the more I got to watch it when I was – it, it kind of happened uh, when I was in Jacksonville with a couple of the, the my teammates there, and we'd start watching it a little bit. And then I, I kind of got into it, and, and it, that's how it was, Chuck. I started watching the Euros and the World Cup, and that was about it. And then I started watching uh, the Premier League, a little La Liga, a little Series A, and then uh, next thing you're watching the Champions League. And you, and you just go – I mean, I'm just kind of – just, I'm, I'm impressed and in awe of the athletes that they are. I mean, they're, they're the way that they they run and, and and move. It's just it's it's unreal. And then they have a lot of the same concepts as far as when you're when you're on offense and you're doing the. We we had this concept in Jacksonville with it with kind of a triangle scheme, and they do that a lot in soccer. Um, and it's just where you're going through your progressions. Like whatever they do is wrong. Uh, and then, and then a lot of the set pieces, a lot of the stuff they do is a lot of the the basketball inbound plays. They they take a lot of those concepts and, and they apply them there too. So uh, that's that's another thing I tell kids: man, play sports in seventh grade, play all the sports because a lot of the concepts that you you play in baseball will will, will translate to football and translate to basketball, and and, and they really do. And and so the more you know, uh, it, I mean, the, the the better you play, I think. It's an interesting point. I've always said players appreciate players, regardless of the sport. And it, it, it sounds like more than anything, you just appreciate how great they are at it. They're like little ninja ballerinas, Chuck. They're, 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 <laughs> they're fun to watch. Matt, I always enjoy visiting with you. Look forward to hearing you with Phil on halftime, and uh, we'll do it again next week, okay? S- same here, Chuck. Thank you, Chuck. You're listening to the Gimme the Hogs Chuck podcast presented by White Curd Realtors, the Griffin Company. Always good to visit with Matt Jones on Monday. The Razorbacks again play Bradley on Saturday, and next week we'll talk with Matt about that. Razorback football team, as we mentioned at the outset, beginning to get their bowl prep underway. Now, not a whole lot of bowl prep, frankly, was 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 done over the weekend, I'm sure. They'll get more hot and heavy uh, into it as we move a little bit closer you know, they're they're recruiting right now, and they're back out on the road this week. I think it may be the weekend before they do much more in terms of their bowl prep. But, um, you know, transfers, transfer portal, um, high school kids, re-recruiting your commitments, in-home visits, all that stuff is uh, priority number one right now for Sam Pittman and his staff. I'm sure we'll continue to hear rumors upon rumors on uh, the coaching staff and who may be part of that. I, I thought we might hear something from the coach over the weekend. We did not. Uh, not that that's anything unusual, but, um, you know, thought we might. But, you know, I would imagine as we move through the week, there may be some uh, there may be some more information trickling out about that. You know, as always, we're brought to you in part by Bet Saracen and the Bet Saracen app. I wonder how you did this weekend. You know, if you're going to be an informed wagerer, and if you're going to be one of those people who likes to put a little wager on their favorite game, you really do need to download the Bet Saracen app. Things change a lot, and they're always on top of it uh, on the Bet Saracen app. And I know there are Vegas odds, but if you're going to do that legally, you got to be in Vegas. And there are laws within our state that prevent a lot of these national betting apps from operating within our state. 
Uh, and that's really why you need to be on the Bet Saracen app because they are going to provide you with the, the best info and the latest information. Now, it's very easy to download. You can download the Bet Saracen app. Uh, there's a how to play video, and uh, you're going to be ready to go. Again, that's uh, Arkansas's favorite sports betting app, the Bet Saracen app. So we got a lot to follow this weekend. It's going to be a little bit different in terms of competition because there's not going to be any going on. Final exams are underway on the U of A campus, so it's going to be kind of quiet in terms of games, which um, means that all you plane trackers and all of you that uh, keep up with that sort of thing will probably have a lot of time to do that because Arkansas won't play again basketball-wise until Friday or Saturday. I'm sorry, they'll travel to Little Rock Friday and uh, play the Bradley Braves on Saturday afternoon at 3 o'clock. So we're underway for the week. We thank you for being here. We thank Weicker Realtors, the Griffin Company, uh, for making all this possible, the Bet Saracen app. We're back on Wednesday. Hope you will be too. Till then, thanks for listening. Give me an H. Give me an O. Give me a G. Give me an F. What's that spell? Give me the hugs, Chuck. <laughs> this podcast has been presented by Bet Online. This podcast is an exclusive property of Pearson Broadcasting. It may not be copied, reproduced, modified, published, uploaded, reposted, transmitted, or distributed in any way without Pearson Broadcasting's prior written consent. This is the story of the one. As a maintenance engineer, he hears things differently. To the untrained ear, everything on his shop floor might sound fine, but he can hear gears grinding or a belt slipping. So he steps in to fix the problem at hand before it gets out of hand. And he knows Granger's got the right product he needs to get the job done, which is music to his ears. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. You know when you're listening to a true crime story that has an unbelievable plot twist that makes you stop in your tracks? That's what our podcast, People Are the Worst, brings you with each episode. I'm Rachel. And I'm Rebecca. We're identical twins who love true crime cases that make you say, didn't see that coming, and we hate the people responsible for them. Listen to People Are the Worst now on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts.